to all my listeners. Welcome and or welcome back to Honestly, Leah. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about um, the interview that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle did with Oprah that aired Sunday night on CBS. I actually had to rewatch it to make sure I didn't miss anything, make sure I heard everything properly, all that good stuff. It was a really great interview. Oprah usually always does good interviews. She always gets all of the exclusives. Um, She asked some really uh, great questions. And she really, um, you know, really helped with, with those questions. We really got a lot of insight as to what really went on. Um, And I tend, I'm leaning more towards believing them than the than all the hype that was created in the media. Although I didn't really follow it, um, I I don't have a reason, any reason to not believe what they were saying. Um, So let's just hop right on into it, shall we? So I guess we'll just start off with talking about Meghan Markle. Um, You know, we all know who she is. We know she is an, an actress that came from suits um she worked on that show for like seven years or whatever Uh, we know her from that she has she's always been doing activism type work so her work with the royal family isn't anything new to her in fact when she was in south africa i believe that's what she was doing she was on an activism trip and that's where she met obviously that's where she met harry and they started dating they dated for a short period of time before they eventually got engaged and got married. <clears throat> um, so she comes from a life of like freedom and having the, the privilege of being able to choose and doing all this kind of stuff. And, you know, from what everybody's telling me, you know, I can't see her, obviously, but um, or you may or may not know that, but I can't see her. But she's fair-skinned, but her mother is black. Um, so obviously she's 50%. She's half and half. She's half white, half black. Uh, so, but she looks very, she's white passing. Um, so, you know, she never really faced racism, I guess, um, here. And if she did, she never really talked about it. But... Um, you know, it was something that just kind of, we, we never really thought about, never really worried about, or she probably never really even worried about. Um, so, but she comes from a life where she can get where she, what she wants, when she wants it, go wherever she wanted to go, go out to lunch with friends, all that kind of stuff. The second she married into this family, it, everything changed. Nothing was the same. Everything became different and it became about her skin color and she began to get um like very sexist remarks and like the way they talked about her was very much racially motivated it was racist and how they did it um so that must have been a struggle because the tabloids here they don't even do things like that like they don't, I mean, they, they, maybe on occasion they do, but it's not, it's, they're, they're not as bad. Like they're, 
the UK tabloids, I guess, are on like are us on steroids. I don't even know how to even describe that, but um, it had to have been tough. I could understand why her mental health was being assassinated. Why she, why her, you know, why she felt mentally like I don't even want to be here, and that this is I can't survive this, and I don't know of any other solutions, unless we're gonna leave. You know, I I can understand the the whole thought process and why she even felt uh felt that way. Um, her character, however, wasn't being, it didn't, her character assassination didn't start with the royal family. Wow. It didn't start with the royal family. It started with her family, um, working for the tabloids and going on Good Morning Britain and giving interviews and, you know, just telling saying all these things about her that may or may not have been true even if they were true why are you telling why are you selling me out for a couple coins um so if you don't take anything else from her story take the fact that family is not everything and blood is not always thicker than water and family is not always who you're related to you're related to these people but they don't even feel like family because you're doing things that you know, if you really cared about me and you loved me and everything like that, you wouldn't, these are things you wouldn't do. Um, in the interview, she talks about asking her dad if he even worked for the tabloids because he lived in Mexico and they, I guess they got an apartment next door to him or whatever. And he lied to her face and said, no, he said that he wasn't working for these people. And he lied. And she was like, I just don't, I, I can't, I don't understand how you wouldn't protect your own child I don't think I'd be able to reconcile that was what she was saying which I can understand that I don't know if I'd be able to forgive you I don't I, I don't know how to forgive you for not protecting me just because kid you know we become ad adults doesn't mean that we don't need our parents protection doesn't mean that we don't still uh long for them to protect us it doesn't mean that at all in fact as an adult, I, we almost feel like that's when we need it the most because we're all on our own out here in this in this place we call the world. Um, and then her sister and brother were going were going on TV shows, giving interviews and saying, you know, how terrible of a person she was and things like that. Um, and then another thing that she mentioned was that the tabloids, they don't they don't report the news, but they. They create the news. So they could be sitting on a story for months, for weeks. And when they know that there's going to be an important event coming up, such as their wedding, to create a lot of drama, they are going to release a story that they know is going to get people talking. And through all of it, uh, through everything, the royal family did or said nothing. They stood by and said nothing. She said that, you know, she didn't do any research coming into this. So she didn't know what it was going to be like. She didn't know what the protocols were. She didn't know, you know, just the ins and outs, the intricacies of everything. Um, so there's not, there isn't anyone in here that, that, that should be able to, that should even be saying, well, she knew what she was getting into and da, 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 da. like, no, not really. You don't really truly know what you're getting into with the person until you get into it because on the outside looking in it looks it looks good everything looks fine 
But when you get in there and you really, you get to start, you start seeing things and it's like, okay, if this isn't what I thought. Um, and she said, had she probably, had she done the research to try to figure out what was what and how everything was supposed to go down, how everything worked, she probably wouldn't have, um, she probably would have been in her head a lot, about a lot of stuff. So I always found that kind of interesting. Me personally, I like to know what I'm doing. But she said she just kind of took her husband's word for it because he was telling her everything. And she just took it to be true. Um, and also, you know, the fact that she went to these people several times and they didn't help her. It says a lot more about them than anything. You don't want to risk your image being um, tainted because, God forbid, she has to check into a mental hospital because of the tabloids, because of all the negative things that you are allowing to be reported about her. And you're not trying to make a statement and um, defend her in any way, shape or form. And that's pretty sad. That's not, no, nobody should ever have to live uh, like that. Nobody should ever feel like they don't matter in that, you know, the image that is being portrayed is more important. That's basically what they were telling her in so many words. Like, we can't help you because you're not being paid and, you know, it's, you know, but you'll, you'll be okay. Basically suck it up. And she had to do that. She told her husband on the same day that they had to go out to a public event that she didn't want to be here anymore. And she literally, when the lights went down, she was crying. But by the time those lights came up, it's like you never really knew that anything was even wrong. And that's, that's sad. That you feel like you have to hide your true feelings and how you really feel to help make these people look good, make other people look good. Um... And her the character assassination it got worse once uh once they found out that she and Harry were dating and once they and it uh once well once they got married it got worse after that. Um the narrative about her making Kate cry wasn't true, it was the opposite. The narrative about her um holding her baby bump, which is something that every every woman does, like that that was stupid. The narrative about her being the one that manipulated and calculated the whole thing with them leaving the royal family was not true. That was a mutual, that was a decision made on both their behalfs. Uh, it wasn't something that they, that she just decided to do on her own. I don't believe that the queen was ever blindsided by anything. I don't believe that... Um, she didn't know. I believe the queen knows everything that's going on on the palace grounds. There's nothing that she doesn't know. Uh, there's nothing that's going on that she doesn't know about. I feel like she gets briefed on everything. And there isn't a major decision being made without her approval on it first. So the whole, the, uh, the queen being blindsided by them leaving is bullshit. It's bullshit because... First of all, Harry has a lot of respect for his grandmother. He loves his grandmother, loves her so much so that he wouldn't even blindside her and, and, and do her like that. You're, we're going to have a discussion, a conversation. And it wasn't just a conversation with the queen. 
it was a conversation with his dad. You know, it's crazy. But she looks like she's happier now. It's sad that you have to move back to the U.S. um, Because it seems like you'll be safer and better off here. And the fact that um, the two of them... Had it not been for Harry's inheritance, you know, he said that they wouldn't have what they had. Um, he also said that his mother seen this coming. So if you think about it, you know, she was murdered. So people are saying that by him saying that he's saying, saying without saying his mother was murdered. Speaking of Harry, let's, let's just talk about him for a second. He is the definition of what it means to put your wife and kids first, to put your family first and everybody else will fall second or will fall where they lay. The issue with the royal family is that they were used to his, they were used to people putting them first. They came first and then you're going to come second or third or last or whatever. And they don't, um, they don't understand what it is to, you know, think of yourself first. To make sure that you are okay and that you're going to be safe. When your significant other starts coming to you and starts telling you that they'd rather not be here. And starts um, talking about all like just how they feel. You know, it is your job to try to come up with, a, come up with some type of a solution to make them feel better about themselves. Or to try to reassure them that, you know, it's going to be okay. And he he decided that, you know... He noticed it early on. Race is an issue here. So now the the threat of danger, the risk is higher. I have to get my family, my wife and children away from all of this before it ends bad. For everybody involved. Before we have another Princess Diana, um, quote unquote, accident on our hands. He lost his mom at a very, very young age, and it still affects him to this very day, still. And he just didn't want to see that happen. He saw the past repeating itself, and before it got to that point, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go. I'm going to take my wife and my dark child and go. And the whole conversation about his baby being dark, being too dark, potentially being too dark and not being called a prince and not getting protection. Never mind who said it because that part is irrelevant. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who said it. What matters is the fact that it was said in the fact that it's very much racist. He's not any less a part of your family than anybody who looks like y'all. Like, I don't understand how that is and then they try to make it seem like the two of them made the decision that he wouldn't get that title they don't even have that type of power to decide who gets to be called a prince or a princess duke or duchess or whatever other names that they use they don't even get that uh distinct they like they don't have a choice they don't get that type of power so for them to for people to sit around and try to make it seem like 
it was them that did it when really it wasn't that's that is very much um that is ridiculous they they just they just kind of contradict themselves with a lot of stuff um but also um thank god for you know Tyler Perry i know he gets a lot of flack for a lot of stuff that he does but thank god for him I know they were I know they're going to be forever grateful and they're going to be forever appreciative of his generosity when he found out that they were going to um be moving leaving Canada and they needed somewhere to stay and they didn't have any security this man gave up his house and gave him gave them his uh security so that they can be protected until they figured out what it is they were going to do their plan they still wanted to be working members of the royal family and I, they knew it was possible but that just it didn't it didn't turn out that way. So they had to think and think fast. And then just days before the announcement of them stepping back fully from the royal family, they removed all of Harry's protection. So now they don't have any security. So in so many words, they were sending him a message like if you leave this family, you leave everything that we give you as well. When you say you want to be independent, that means you pay for your own protection. We don't pay for that for you anymore. We're not responsible for your security, your protection, anything that's dealing with you since you're going to be independent out here. And I I just, to me, that is, that's very much sad. Like you could have at least left him with his security. Megan could have figured it out, you know, for herself. But you could have at least protected him and even the baby. That is sad. That is ridiculous. Harry had the balls to do what his dad didn't and the fact that his father got upset because he decided to choose his wife and kids over the family and all of the tradition and all of that stuff and not allow them to be subjected to subjected to racism you of all people should really know what it what it was like or then again maybe you don't because you didn't really pay your wife any uh, any attention you probably didn't notice it or care enough to Um, the fact that him leaving the family tore his relationship with his brother and dad apart says a lot more about them than him because y'all should understand y'all I feel like they see it and they're choosing not to acknowledge it which is really all Harry wants I, he just wants some acknowledgement from his family that racism is the reason that racism and a lack of support is the reason that they even left in the first place. Harry is the type of husband that I think every every person would want, every woman would want to have. Because for him to say that he's going to get up and walk away from all the money and all the tradition and all of the prestige and everything that comes with that family, it says a lot. He, that means, I think to me, that shows he really does love. He really does love her. This isn't just for show. This wasn't for publicity. This wasn't a stunt that was pulled. These two met each other and they really fell in love. They really actually have a true love connection. This wasn't something that was arranged. Um, it wasn't something that 
they 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 did just so that they can look good. No, they love each other. This is also what we mean when we say when we say protect black women at all costs. If it means you having to get up and walk away from a fam your family in a life of security and protection, then do that. They won't understand his circumstances and why he made the decisions that he made fully. They won't fully understand it because they have never been married to a black woman and they probably never, ever will be. They have never uh, brought mixed children into the royal family and they probably never will uh, have that happen. Because I guess just a tinge of blackness will taint the, the pure bloodline of inbreeding that exists, but whatever. Um, I really, really do truly hope that the two of them find a lot of happiness where, you know, where they are right now. And I really, really, really do hope that they um, find that life, find that life is better here. And the type of mother that Diana was to them, you know, has been to them in death. I hope to be to my children if I should I decide to have any in life. She saw it coming and said, you know, should my children ever decide this is not the life they want? I want to leave something behind. I want to make it a little bit easier for them, for them to be able to walk away because it wasn't as easy for me to do it. And I don't think that they're the first people to fully walk away and, and, and leave. I don't think Harry's the first person to do this. There was, wasn't there another royal family member that did this before? Married somebody and decided to move all the way. I, I don't know if she was an American or not. I feel like she was, but they decided to move to America and they were happy and all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm quite sure he's not the first person to fully leave the family. But him being married to, you know, a woman who is half black, he didn't have a choice as far as like, OK, am I going to stay here and allow her to either kill herself or for her to be killed? Or am I going to take this into my own hands and do for her what I would what I wish they had done? And he did the latter. And, you know, he'll always be a stand up guy for that. One thing that he said in this interview that I found um, really, it wasn't shocking, but I kind of found interesting was that in so many words, he said that the tabloids control his family. They control the institution, the firm. So if if you give them access to you, if you wine and dine them, then you're more privy to good press and good publicity and good coverage. And... Um, he said, so that explains why they never came out in defense of Meghan Markle, why they just let the narrative of her being the villain play out, why they continue to let people assassinate her character. That explains why that never really happened. And that also goes to show that these people, just because they have a lot of money, just because they have a lot of prestige and power doesn't mean anything. When you want good press... And you know that um, you have an image that you want to keep up. Um, you're going to do whatever is necessary to keep that good image. Even if it does mean potentially setting somebody up to be killed. A.K.A. Princess Diana. Um, 
Because once people get to talking and they get to exposing you and name dropping, then it's like, okay, now they're pointing fingers. We can't have her. We can't have them talking. Um, that says a lot about them as a family. They really care about image and they really care about how it looks. But also it teaches us, teaches us yet again that research is important because if we had to just went along with the narrative in the media, everybody would have thought that Meghan Markle was this pushy princess. Um, this bitchy type of duchess, uh, you know, a person who's trying to come come in here and shake up stuff, who's trying to um, do away with with tradition. And the fact that she wasn't able and, and, and it has to be terrible to be in a position where you can't defend yourself or you can't go out here and make a statement. That sucks, man. I wouldn't be able to be in a family where um I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to defend myself and I'm not able to go out here and make a statement and make it uh to where you know I I just I can't cuz now you're assassinating my character and I know especially when you know who you are it's hurtful it does hurt and it will mess with you mentally so I can understand all of it um, she says that the one regret that she ever had was being naive. I'm sure it is. And thinking that they were going to protect her. I'm quite sure that it was. And the fact that the two of them said that they saved each other and that they wanted out. Harry, Harry said in so many words, they don't really want it. They don't even, my family don't even want to be doing this to be real. A lot of people in the family, they don't, they don't care uh, to be to, to be in this institution, to be in this type of control, but we are trapped. We don't have a way out. That's another thing that pissed everybody off was that, in my opinion, he found a way out. He got married and he saw that his wife wasn't going to be able to endure this much longer and his children were not going to be safe here either. And so he made the decision to move. And that's what people are really pissed off and upset about is the fact that he just, he found a way out. Hell really, they gave him a way out when they didn't support him. So... That's I think that's the really the, the 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 root of it all is that you're getting out. You're not doing this anymore. And now we're still stuck here. We still have to do this. Charles and William, I we still have a, a duty to fulfill. When my mother dies, I still have to um I have to take the crown and be king. When dad dies, I st- I I'm I now have to step up and, and play the role of king. But then again, at the same time, when Harry um, had, or when uh, William had all those kids, it pushed Harry down further and further in line anyways. So the the likelihood of him being king 
is damn near impossible unless everybody before him dies. So, but I think that's really what they're upset about. So in conclusion, the royal family are racist and they're hypocrite. They're hypocrites. And when it comes to protecting, you know, their own, when it comes to um, protecting people, they only, they're only going to protect those, I guess, that look like them. And, you know, God forbid you decide you want to leave the family and, and, and have better than this. Like, how dare you, you know? God forbid so I guess those are really all my thoughts that I have. I don't really have too much more to say. Um, overall, it was an amazing interview, like I said earlier. And um, I hope that the two of them find it better here and that they are happier. And I hope that, you know, um, I hope that they are protected and that nothing happens to Megan um, or Harry at this point. You know, and I hope, I, I do kind of, I really do hope though that they're able to get those relationships back in order. Even though it's going to take a lot of working through. But honestly, even in that, I feel like Harry shouldn't be the one to try to mend fences. Because Harry didn't get mad at y'all because he left. Y'all got mad at him. Um, so he shouldn't be the one to mend the fences, honestly, obviously, in my, in my opinion. And, um, for me also, if they decide that they don't, if they can't handle the fact that he's married to a biracial woman and he has biracial children, fuck them all. Fuck all y'all. Fuck every single one of y'all that can't accept it. So those are my thoughts on the interview. Um, and on the couple, um, and the piss poor family that is the royal family. Um, I hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode and I hope to see you back here next time on the next episode of Honestly Leah. So next time, until next time.